This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama Congressman Robert Aderholt believes that Republicans will not only regain a majority in the U.S. House in just a few days, but also that the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, is well on her way to losing power. Adderholt spoke with 1819's executive editor Jeff Poor on Talk 106.5 out of Mobile. I don't see how she can stay around, especially them having a bad year. You know, she is at an age where last two years ago, she said she was not going to run again if she was able to be speaker again. So I just don't see a path forward for her. And you know, she's just, um, you know, I think that a lot of the younger members are wanting or chomping at the bit to try to come and say, well, I think we can take this party to a new level. And, uh, but unfortunately for America, a lot of those folks in the Democrat party of that, of the younger generation are more of the, from the left are more left leaning. And even, even for Nancy Pelosi, believe it or not. And so I think that's what's, uh, you know, what's the concern is for all of us. Adderhold agreed with recent statements from Congressman Gary Palmer that the lame duck session after the midterm elections are where bad legislation and bad spending cannot be allowed to move forward by Republicans. If we do take control of the House and the Senate, we've got to be very careful and making sure that we don't capitulate to the Democrats uh, and just let them go ahead and run up a clock and do what they want to. I'm of the opinion that we don't just do whatever the Democrats want to do just to get the bills passed. And so I think we have to be very careful in making sure that we, you know, we, we won't be able to get everything, but I think that we need to realize that we can't just throw in the towel and say, you know, we're going to give the Democrats everything just so we can get these bills off the table. Alabama Power says that energy prices are going to go up this week. The power company released a statement saying the increase in electric prices is due to the increase in fuel prices, which is what is used to generate the electricity. The rates will increase by about $10 a month for the average residential bill. Customers will see that increase starting this coming December. A sting operation in Tuscaloosa County results in six men receiving felony charges for seeking sex with a minor. The undercover operation used online social media apps to pose as underage minors. The undercover agents say that all the men arrested engaged in sexually explicit discussions and propositions on that app with what they thought were minor females under the age of 16. The arrests were made when the suspects traveled to a residence to meet with the minor. Instead, they were met with undercover officers. This operation by the West Alabama Human Trafficking Task Force took two months to conduct. A university student in Jacksonville is hospitalized and in critical condition after being struck by a vehicle near that campus. Leah Parvin had to be flown by medical helicopter to UAB Hospital this week after being struck at a crosswalk near Brewer Hall. JSU President Don Killingsworth says that the area has a history of pedestrian and vehicle accidents. Some have even resulted in death. Killingsworth says the university and city leadership have met with the Alabama Department of Transportation in March of this year in order to receive some sort of help in this ongoing problem. Killingsworth says that ALDOT did not consider the crash data to be enough to warrant any additional changes. The JSU president is now asking for residents to not only pray for Parvin's recovery, but to also voice their concerns about this intersection to ALDOT. 
It's the end of an era when it comes to three printed newspapers here in Alabama. Alabama Media Group will start out the new year of 2023 by ending the publishing of the Mobile Press Register, the Birmingham News, and the Huntsville Times. Content will be moved to digital-only platforms. Alabama Media Group will still keep the offices that they have in these three cities, but will close down the production aspect of the papers. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin announces an extension to military exercises alongside the country of South Korea and their military. This comes in the wake of North Korea launching a barrage of missiles into the ocean on Wednesday. North Korea fired 23 missiles in total. That's the largest amount fired in one day by that country. Those missiles landed less than 40 miles from the South Korean coastline. Austin and South Korean Defense Minister Lee Jong-soop held a press conference on Thursday from the Pentagon. With the illegal and destabilizing launch of an intercontinental uh, ballistic missile last night, as well as additional missile launches today, I've consulted with Minister Lee and we've decided to extend Vigilant Storm, which is our long-scheduled combined training exercise to further bolster our readiness and interoperability. And we'll continue to work closely together to develop options to protect the United States and our allies in the region. South Korea's president calls the actions of North Korea territorial encroachment. A New York judge approves the state attorney general's request for an independent monitor for the Trump organization. This is all a result of a civil lawsuit launched by A.G. Letitia James against Donald Trump and his business. The monitor will be in place until the trial begins. The judge set November the 10th as a date for both sides to present their three candidates for this monitoring position. James says the reason for her request is she is perceiving that the Trump organization is restructuring its business ahead of the trial. On the very same day of James's request, Trump lawyers filed a 41-page lawsuit in Florida against James, saying that the AG is waging a war of intimidation and harassment. Shots were fired this week into the home connected to a Republican congressional candidate. Pat Harrigan says the bullets landed only a few feet away from where his children were sleeping. That shooting happened at the home of Harrigan's parents, who were watching their grandchildren at the time. Harrigan says that his opponent, Jeff Jackson, filmed a campaign ad in front of Harrigan's parents' home in Hickory. Harrigan says this opened him and his family up to great danger. The Republican wrote a severe letter to his opponent saying that he has many questions about Jackson's stance on politics as well as his personal life, but he has still never filmed an ad in front of his home and violated the sanctity and security of his family. Harrigan and Jackson are both running for the 14th Congressional District. Officials from the U.S. Embassy in Moscow, Russia, have now visited WNBA basketball player Brittany Griner while she's in prison. Griner was recently sentenced to nine years in prison for drug possession. She recently launched an appeal to that prison sentence but was rejected. State Department spokesman Ned Price says they are still working for the release of Griner back to the U.S., along with the release of Paul Whalen, who was sentenced to prison back in 2020, on espionage-related charges, Whalen claims that those charges are false. What a comeback for Benjamin Netanyahu. An election in Israel has now made him prime minister once again. Sitting Prime Minister Yair Lapid conceded to Netanyahu on Thursday. 
Texas Senator Ted Cruz was the first to recognize the coalition that Netanyahu formed within the Israeli Knesset and to send him congratulations. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out the 1819 News podcast as host Brian Dawson sits down with 1819 reporter Craig Monger to discuss education, prisons, and abortion here in the state. If no one's reporting on this stuff, no one's exposing this stuff, it's going to continue to make inroads. And everybody thinks in Alabama that they're safe from this stuff. We're not. No one is safe from it. We have to be vigilant. And you guys can thank Craig for being the vig- the vigilant Alabamian here at 1819 News who is uh, keeping an eye on this stuff is unfun that's not a word but we make up words as unfun as that probably is and probably as uh psychologically torturous it is on your brain having to deal with that stuff and see it um you are doing um doing great work for the state of alabama by by looking into this so let's let's jump into education and and i guess begin there with kind of some of the the sexual education stuff um and 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 start off yeah, well, well, the the psychologically torturous aspect of it didn't have to do really with the. It more had to do with the reaction of the the, the petulant gutter snipe of, of Alabama Twitter. Uh, yeah. That that was really where it came in. I'm so thankful to everyone for telling me uh, what the article wasn't about. Um, it was very useful. Thank you. Uh, whenever it's like, well, you didn't talk about this. It's like, yeah, I know. There's a lot I didn't talk about. I didn't talk yeah. about how to make a good, you know, cream frige. Like, there's a lot I didn't talk about. Uh, what the what the article was about was that there is a nonprofit that is dedicated and whose entire purpose is to push a certain type of sexual education in uh, Alabama schools. And that was, that is their purpose that can, that continues to be their purpose. Although they have, they're down one or two or three or four, I think board members at this point in a couple partnerships. Uh, so that was the point of it. Uh, I, do not know if any of the materials that they provide uh, are being used in Alabama schools. I, I think it was fortuitous uh, that in the in the weeks after this story came out, and like I said, the the gaslighting of the Twitter gutter snipe uh, was, oh, this isn't happening. There's nothing to be worried about. You're fear mongering. And then in the weeks following, there was that Huntsville questionnaire that was asking about. Uh, the parents' political persuasions, as well as the child's uh, preferred pronouns and all sorts of other yeah. gender nonsense. And on that, so, I mean, that's the thing. The gaslighting is just too much. Like, the gaslighting makes me want to smash my face through, like, broken glass and just roll it around <laughs> until I pass out from blood loss, right? Like, it's just, it's 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 egregious. It's crazy. It's, it's nuts. You can find more of that podcast at the 1819 News website under the podcast tab. If you are enjoying the daily detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of the daily detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about the daily detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. Have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.